PKN495. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Doing so, all right. Taylor watched the Super Bowl. Did you, Kyle? No, I, I forgot that it was on. Hmm. Well, you were right. Wait, you predicted I, Chiefs, right? Yes. You did. Of course. Yes. Dude, it's so funny that I love hockey so much. And every single time Kyle or Woody has ever asked, like, what do you think about this game? I'm wrong. Not most of the time, not 90. I'm batting zero on predicting hockey games. And this whole entire season, we've talked about the NFL. I've like just blase been like, as long as you make the playoffs, it doesn't matter. We got Mahomes, baby. We got Mahomes. Mm -hmm. And that's my most accurate sports take ever is something just shot in the dark, Dude, no knowledge. I am as bad at you at predicting sports, but it's trades. If. If I'm excited about a trade, I guarantee you that it sucks. It does not work out. We just got somebody's lame horse. If mm -hmm. like this year with the Sixers, I'm disappointed. We got one fat old guy and one nobody and a second round draft pick. I am bummed that we gave up on this year. That's a good sign. We yeah. might be okay. <laughs> I am always <laughs> wrong right. on these things. We'd be terrible GMs. I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm never for the I'm never like, for the I'm never for trading for seven-time all-star Max mm -hmm. Goulier or whoever the fuck it may be. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. seven times, yeah. So 10 years into his career, we want to give him $80 million. How mm -hmm. about you find me eight guys who are young and up-and-coming and really want to get after it and give yeah. them each $10 million, way more than they should get, so they'll stay for two extra years, and we'll just see how that goes because Max is done in two more fucking years at best. And mm -hmm. in my experience, if it's the Braves, he comes over and he's like, oh, those were the good years back in the at the in Oakland. Here in Atlanta, I'm just really here to collect a check. I'm not gonna be that guy anymore. Yeah. So I, I, I never like when they trade for the, the middle age. Oh, we lost him. But oh, I dear. agree completely. We did it this year in basketball. We had a fat old guy named James Harden, and we traded him. And the next team promptly lost six games in a row as they stunk it up. Oh, hey Kyle, I see you now. Um and since then, they've been like the best team in basketball with our former player. And I'm like, God damn it. I was so excited about this trade. <laughs> Once yeah. again, the worst GM in basketball. Do you Every read the scouting sport. report ever? Never. I, uh, I like that. Rarely. I like hearing about how good the guy might be. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm the yeah. opposite. I do yeah. not care about who the, the Blues draft until he is in the NHL. Because so often mm. it's like, oh, this guy... Scott Perunovich, real guy. It's like, oh, he's going to be the our new defenseman. And all these fucking retards on like hockey forums will be like, don't worry, two years from now, we got Perunovich on the blue line. And it's like, without fail, two years from then, he gets traded for a fifth round draft pick and he's playing three minutes a night in Detroit. Like, it, <laughs> it just doesn't ever pan out. So I just yeah. wait. I just wait. Yeah. That's fair. I, I, I was going to. I get excited. I, I'm sorry, Kyle. I feel like I'm cutting you off, but that's the part of sports that I like. Yeah, the games, yeah, I mean, they're fine. I, I really prefer the sped <laughs> up highlight versions. My favorite are the trades, the the dissing, the the podcasts, everything about this like universe of basketball or hockey or F1, except the part where they go around the track. That's boring. We've, I could maybe get into that. Opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean, I just I could, don't I, care. I could like both parts though. Like I can like the drama, but it's not the NBA drama because they're not. That's like a different culture. They're not fighting. Yeah. Well, it's just different cultures, different group of people. Oh I'm, yeah. I don't. They seem to bitch and moan about little things like, a lot. I saw Jason Kidd talking the other day. Um, that guy's not okay. white. I thought he was white. 
Oh, he's a little white. <laughs> I think he's got some white in him. I, thought, I was like, that's our guy. Nah. <laughs> no, we can claim some of them. Mahomes is no, our guy. No, this is an Obama situation. They get the mm-hmm. whole cake. No, we get Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we get Mahomes. Dude, you listen to Mahomes. Have you talks? heard him? Yeah, you he heard sounds him like talk? Kermit the fucking frog up there. I don't Dude, know. Dude, I like, guarantee I could get Patrick Mahomes to play Age of Empires 2 with me. 100%. Yeah. Jason I, I met him at a bar. They, there's no way they'd three-peat once I got him in AOE. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <You're ruined. laughs> I just ruined the whole fan base. Everybody hates me. I'm like, no, nah, but me and my buddy Pat, we're fucking learning the Hindu standees together. <laughs> so, Did Kyle, you. you uh, a f- frustrating day today. Some yard Tell stuff. About it. Yeah, it was like really windy last night in Atlanta. Like really windy. Like it, 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 mm. we, everybody took note. Um, it it sounded bad. I never heard the tree fall though. I guess a very large tree fell across my fence, flattened it, and uh, so I awoke to the pounding on my door of a neighbor because my dogs were roaming the neighborhood, <laughs> having <laughs> the best time ever. And uh, and so tree I found out of it was your tree. Yeah, yeah, well, he fell out of my yard and oh, crushed uh, crushed the uh, the fence on into the neighbor's yard. Nearly hit his like fancy man cave thing that he t- has talked about to me for far too much. <laughs> shed, dude, it's a shed. I-, I like your propane heaters, but get over it. And- <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound that fancy. Damn, what and, billionaire uh, neighborhood are you living in? Neighbor <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elon, one with a bunch of dead trees in it. You can't miss it. And, <laughs> That's a good line. And so I'm hoping that uh, I was I was out there today with some Spanish gentlemen. Um, we were talking about Trump and uh, and the coming civil war, and uh, I got them to to spruce the place up a bit back there. But they they were like, "Oh, I could cut it for one twenty. I'm like, "No, I'm not. Char- I'm not like I'm going to pay you 120 dollars to cut that tree twice because he won't. He, I was like, I just need to cut it here and cut it there, and then I could lift the rest. I don't know. I can lift the rest. I'll lift the rest." It'll be, and I can tack the fence up. And he wanted $120 to like start his chainsaw and make two cuts. So I told him to fuck off. Uh, there's a white fellow coming tomorrow. He'll do it for just free, just for out of the kindness of his heart. He just wants you know, to use his chainsaw. No, we stick together. He heard my oh. voice. I said, hello, oh. sir. I am, my name is Kyle. Oh. <laughs> he got, Yo, it's he, wonderful to meet you, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> things, things changed immediately. Gosh darn crazy weather we're having, right? <laughs> it's getting crazy out there. You pay your taxes? <laughs> oh, four months early. I love it. Really. Quarterly, as always. I don't like when they uh when when people who speak any other language sort of talk behind my back, even though it's clearly because some of them don't speak fucking English. Mm. Still don't like yeah. it. But I'm but I'm watching them. I'm like, mm. they're gonna try to hit me up on this straw later, aren't they? They're gonna try to charge me eighty dollars a a, a, a square rail for a square bell for straw. I called the tractor supply. It was eighty. They were they, they were they were they were innocent. Okay. <laughs> Thank God you checked. for a bale of hay. It was seventy actually plus labor. Yeah, that is too much. I'm surprised by that. It was yeah. straw. I'm told that straw is much better than pine straw. This was wheat straw. Oh, I don't oh. have an opinion on that. I just thought a bale of hay was like six dollars. I mean, we've yeah, only got an hour, more so I won't that, get into it. They're more than <laughs> that because you know you feed cows with them, and it, it is a thing. But but like seventy dollars was outrageous. Anyway, I got mm. that fixed. How big uh, is the tree? Like uh, circumference? Um, I could you... reach around it, but it would be a big hug. You know what I mean? Like you're, I'd get my mm. hands like this okay. on the back, and I'd it'd be touching my chest fully. There'd be no leaning in, like one of those awkward gay ki- gay kisses. Dude, it's gonna be uncle. so heavy. 
to move those pieces. Oh, it's waterlogged too. Like like I wood I is picked, so heavy. I picked one end of it up. The whole thing probably weighs a couple. I don't know, thousand plus. It's so, so mm, heavy. Yeah. There's no. It's if there was another strong person here, we'd get it. But there's only one, and so it will lay there until somebody shows up with a chainsaw. Um, you you can just it, compost it. <laughs> just, I don't give a fuck about that. South, it's if you wait, anything will rot. You've I want my fence back. From, eh, you'll have it back when you're Build older. it around. <laughs> I need it now. I need it now. He's cocksucking By the time dogs. you're my age, that tree will be mostly gone. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to walk three dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I saw that. Smushins. <laughs> I saw that report on Biden. So I guess they were oh, trying yeah. to see if his uh, his documents were, were going to be a problem that, that he had in his house and some other places. These classified documents or whatever. And I don't know. I had a hard time understanding exactly what the was he a prosecutor, special prosecutor, maybe the the guy who did the report, Asian fellow. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So he was. He said something. Are you going to tell the story? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were asking for. Oh no, it was sort of how I speak. I was sort of making it interesting, telling the story. I actually do know the answer to the question I asked. It was sort of. I don't answer to bring the listener along, Um, but but he said. It almost seemed like he said President Biden is an old, well-meaning man with a poor memory, and therefore, he's not, we wouldn't prosecute someone like this. And it's like, if he can't stand up to prosecution, why is he a president? Like, if he's not, how many, what else could he do that we go, oh, well-meaning, kind old man, suffers from poor memory, let it slide. Yeah, I don't, should, it be, looks, should be greeting someone. It looks real bad when, at the same time, Trump is looking at, legal proceedings over classified documents being stored in Mar-a-Lago. And then <clears throat> Biden says, this was in my home, not in some, some place like Mar-a-Lago where the public's in and out of. And it's like, okay, well, I don't know what your home's like. I just have to believe you that it's not like Mar-a-Lago where I guess people visit occasionally. Maybe you never have visitors. And then he, they ask him about his memory and you know, because the report makes it seem like he's not with it. Like, my memory's great. My memory's fine. They said, well, Mr. President, you're always saying, watch me. That's your like catchphrase. He's, we've been watching, and the American people are concerned. He's like, that's your judgment. And yes, yes, it is. And he steps away. He's going to leave. And someone throws a question at him about the Middle East, about Gaza. And he comes back to the podium. Big mistake. Because immediately, <laughs> after defending his memory and telling everybody not to worry, he confuses the president of or the prime minister of Israel, Bibi Netanyahu, with, I suppose, the president of Mexico, Sisi something. And he's like, I've been on the phone with Sisi, president of Mexico, hours and hours. We're going to open the gates up. We're going to get the humanitarian aid into the guys. Once again, Mr. President, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and all these reporters who have been sitting there the whole time trying to, hey, are you still with it, boss? He's like, I don't know am I with it. Let me misremember the, the, the leader of our closest geographic neighbor and our closest political neighbor. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, still really worried about you, Mr. President. <laughs> really, really concerned now. It was such a shit show. It was such a... Like, I'm, I, my genuine feelings about the matter are that I pity Joe Biden, that I feel sorry for him, and that I, I worry that he doesn't want to do this or he feels he has to do this to run again. And people are like forcing him or something because he really seems to be in decline. Like maybe these are his last years and he should spend them with family. That was yeah. crazy to see him go up there and 
at the pre press conference about memory, forget. And not forget like his keys as he walked away from the podium, not forget his little notes book, forget who the president of the of Mexico was and the president who Israel was, or at least transposed There's a lot them. of facts wrong here. Um, he was Are talking there? about French leaders, and he mixed up two French leaders whose names were Macron and Mitterrand. Different time. Yeah. Different occurrence. Totally oh, okay. different occurrence. Oh, this is a different one? Yeah, he's mixed up. Maybe I'm different occurrence. Okay, all right, I'm You sorry. are. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's not with um, it at all. Like, he's an old man who, I mean, I've been saying, and not just me, like, lots of people say that, like, he's not doing anything. He's a figurehead. That dude's not making decisions. He's not waking up in the morning and being like, what's on the Biden agenda? Like, no, he's just an old, doddering old man who is being led around by his wife and administration. He doesn't make sense when he's talking a lot of the time. That was that was wild today. And then I think it was Sean Hannity who was about as biased as it gets. Oh, was that? Uh, um, I'm sorry, what? You said that was wild today. I missed it. Did, did I, that happen today? Um. No, the Mexico thing was the a few press days conference. Ago. The press conference was like yesterday or the day before. Oh, okay. I saw it um, in its completion today. I, well, I rewatched it again today from beginning to end. Um, but I was going to say something else about Biden. Oh, they kept showing Biden from 2020 versus now. And there's like a, there's literally a difference between 2020 Biden and now. There's just, there was just more pep in his step two years ago like more strength in his voice. He does that whispering thing a lot. Now, have you noticed that? Yes. A problem here. And then Papa Joe showed up. The Ukrainians, they know to pay the big guy. It's like, why are you whispering at us right now? Like he's, he's almost trying to make a point or being, or, or sort of, it, it seems like he's using it as a speech kind. technique. I see it as muttering, uh, mumbling oftentimes, or, or maybe it's one of each. Mm. But yeah. he gets, I feel like a symptom of Biden's aging is he gets quiet and he loses his train of thought. And it's just what I and a lot of people just associate with losing a step. Whereas like Trump is aged too. He also switches presidents, you know, leaders names and shit like that all the time. He's constantly fucking that up or getting countries wrong. But he does it sort of loud and proud and he's got a full tan on and dyed hair and he doesn't look like a mumbling old man, even mm. though he's mixing up names, too. He just has a more vibrant way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Trump's still loud and bombastic, which I'd like to see them both take a cognitive test out there, even if he is old. I'd like if, to see that, too. I'd like to put the SAT in front of both of them. I think they both get their asses kicked by the SAT. One, That's ten, a hard test. One, 100%. Yeah. Like, it, would be, it would be eye-opening that they, they wouldn't – their ability to, like, solve problems, word problems, follow uh, all the way to the solution at the end, like, they – they would both struggle because they're both fucking 80 years old. Isn't Biden like 83 and Trump's almost 80? I'd struggle. I don't think I have. I'm, in aviation, they call it being current. Like, oh, are you good at doing fucking barrel rolls? Yeah, I'm great at them. When's the last one you did? 13 years ago. Mm -hmm. You'd be surprised. You suck. Yeah. yeah. You're not current. I, That's how I, I am with algebra. And I'm sure the presidents are, too. Yeah, SAT wouldn't wouldn't like show me what I want to see. I would prefer okay. if, if they both sat in on a fake presidential meeting like they're sitting there mm -hmm. and a fake like guy is coming in he's like all right mr Pre mr presidents here's the here's the report the iranians ha have have shifted the fourth fleet 
they're uh, they're fueling their jets in the Balter Strait. The, this is happening in this place. This is happening in that place. We have what do we do? Or, or maybe just at the end of it, at the end of five, ten minutes of complicated geopolitical jargon, say, all right, separate them and get them each to write a paragraph about what's happening in the world right now based on what I just heard. Hmm. After they have a quick conversation with Carol, because just just hey, I'm Carol. Nice to meet you. So don't wash your brain of don't don't let them sit there go 77 77 77 you yeah, yeah, yeah. do that like, kyle knows like, how to cram yeah you're trying to you're trying to remember like the last 300 credit card while you're like i need to understand the water cycle for 30 minutes yeah. don't let them do that shit like like let them break the ice a little conversation with carol out the door go to the other room and give me a paragraph just a paragraph about what's happening and if you can't tell me that the iranians are the ones fueling the jets and that and crimea the, the troops are moving to the northwest to the third, you know, Baltic Terrace. If you don't have that, 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 that nut, if you don't have that, you don't have it. Like, like I don't mm -hmm. want to hear it because I don't care who's funnier in the end, I guess. Um, at the world is maybe this is just an old people thing. Maybe I'm getting a little older and it just seems like the world's worse. But man, it really seems like there are a lot of moving pieces on the brink. Welcome recently. to my <laughs> it, it seems like there's pieces on the brink everywhere like like big pieces that might actually do a thing i mean they've been talking about iran and nuclear weapons my whole life but that's true yeah. but wasn't it lenin that said sometimes there are decades where nothing happens and sometimes there are years where decades happen oh we were kind of in those with God with damn, 2020 i'm assigning it to taylor yeah sign mm. that to me it was <laughs> either lenin or taylor. stalin but two, <laughs> two chill guys and uh yeah it's it's true like Sometimes there are whole years where everything shifts, everything changes. Twenty twenty was one of them with with the COVID shit. Like, and then there can be a bunch of downtime, and then nothing it really seems happens. Like it feels every like presidential election in my recent adult life has become more consequential than the one before. Like all the way back to W, right when W got in there and he beat Gore, uh, suddenly he goes to war with Iraq and. Uh, like i don't know 9 11 happened we went to war with the wrong country for fucking reasons and then we've just been doing wacky shit ever since then it's been decades it's because when like when you're in first place by two entire laps you can kind of who gives a shit for a while but in mm. the past 23 years since 2001 the difference in power globally between the u.s and powers like china has diminished like we are not as big over them as we were 23 years ago. And so mistakes now on a global stage, like like we are nearing in the next few decades, probably the end of like the U.S. hegemon, like total control of the world. Hard like we just won't be able to maintain that. Already Hard we have countries that are big allies of our Saudi Arabia bandying about the idea of purchasing oil on the ruble. Like, Hard disagree. That's going Kyle, to happen eventually. I want to predict, is Kyle disagreeing because of Chinese demographics and shrinking population and such? That's a small part of it. I just think okay. that the Chinese are, are losing their grasp on, on, on the country, on the world in general. And the United States always seems to keep, keep one of their most important things to be, keep all their friends in their pocket and all their ally, other enemies, you know, at, at, at a distance and at a disadvantage. I, I don't. There used to be that timeline where China was going to surpass the China was supposed to surpass our economy in 2020 by 2020. China's get economy is getting so crushed right now. They're back to pandemic levels because of what's going on with their um, their exports and imports to and from Europe because of this Houthi thing. It's hurting China more than anyone. I didn't the, know is, that. They're trying to attack Israel by going after Israeli owned ships. 
So it's like oligarchs, essentially, like like billionaire Israelis who like live in New York. Who's, by the way, is they China? Houthis. The Houthis. No, are they're. Oh, the Houthis are attacking Israel-owned ships. Okay, I call. Yes, it. but but that's causing um, all sorts of shipping issues, and primarily against China and Europe. China and Europe are having a hard time right now. The United States, not so mm. much, because not as much of our stuff comes through that comes through that region, and mm. Israel, not so much, because so much of theirs, I believe, goes through the Mediterranean. I was watching a whole fucking like hour about mm. this earlier. Um, I used to be afraid of China, but maybe I'm just watching propaganda. You never know what you're being recommended, but. There was that big story a while back about the the Chinese missiles having water in them instead of fuel because the fuel had been sold off. Mm-hmm. I, and, I watched propaganda too, and it's not presented as propaganda. I just have to figure that out on my own. Yeah. And it's a struggle for me. I don't always know what's true and what's not. The Chinese demographic thing is apparently very real, that they have a, an aging population and they will actually have a shrinking population soon like in the next 10 mm -hmm. years and it's really hard to have a growing economy with a shrinking population you've got all these i'll call them leeches right old people just hanging onto the system draining without contributing to the gdp it's a problem on top of that a lot of china's growth and success is built on lies and you were talking about how america just always seems to be like number one or right at the top right and mm -hmm. when japan in my childhood was supposed to surpass america it didn't happen. Why? Well, a lot of it was like maybe bullshit or there was a collapse. In China, the government is rewarding builders for building buildings, but you don't have to finish them. So they just put up these 18-story pieces of shit skeletons that erode. And now I see all the demolition of that. And is it Evergreen? Or is that the boat? I forget. The Chinese construction company and the boat are very similar name. Evergrande, something like that. And uh, they've just gone under multi-billion dollar thing it's a really big big deal and there might be even a trillion dollar company i forget but it's huge and they were a house of cards a lot of china's economy is a house of cards and built on lies and as much as u.s has its corruption we're child's play compared to chinese corruption i was looking at i like the war games between the u.s See, and china I, I don't know i don't know that we're that much less corrupt than china like we are always going to get perspectives of like we are great. We're we're the best. Like you have a dictatorship, we just, though. We just gave a hundred billion dollars in foreign aid to Ukraine and Israel with nothing for our own border. Like we have jobs our own program. bought and paid for nonsense. It's not not a jobs program, and that, that's not Absolutely really helpful. Is. It, it is to all those people making <laughs> shells in Pennsylvania and Alabama right now. All Do you think that money's making... going to them? It's going right in their pocket. They work there. They're getting overtime. No, you think, over, you think, you think $100 billion. Hours a day. They've even hours they, a day. they've come out and said that huge sums of the money and, and supplies they're sending aren't getting to where they're going because that's the nature of foreign aid. It gets sure. pilfered off and splintered sure. by I'm, chieftains and, and uh, regional rulers. Those factories here who are making the arms and, and the factories who will now make arms to replace the arms that have been sent. Keep in mind, arms that we weren't going to use because they were so old. This is like cleaning out your stash in Tarkov. It just makes sense. But those aren't good. <laughs> those aren't. That's not good for like the 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 workers at that factory aren't chiefly benefiting from that. How so? They are foreign despots are benefiting it, it, from. If that. you are saying they're not chiefly benefiting, as in the percentage of the total sum of money that goes to them isn't a chief, they're not the chief benefactor. Then I, of course I agree with that because they're a factory worker. But I bet we, it's the best agree. years of their life. I bet it's the the fat is on the hog for these people. They're they're telling them. We need as many artillery shells as you can make. Not this year, not next year, 
for the next 10 years. Here's the order. We want 100 million more because once we feed them all to Ukraine, you'll have to build our stockpiles back up. And hey, we might want to shoot something in the interim. Nonstop. I've seen they've, they've done. Don't, whole, but you um, don't see how that's like we are entirely funding the militaries of foreign foreign nations while ignoring problems at home. But Taylor, you don't see how all that's OK. I, I did. I asked the question before I heard that problems at home. Like your point's taken. Yeah. But. Kyle's point is taken too. Like we're asking people to build tanks and Humvees and whatever. And then we take these and we put them on a plane and we give them to Ukraine and then they break them there. And we're giving people our 18 year old Humvee and then putting a brand new one in Fort Bragg to backfill it. It's not the tragedy that it's sometimes made out to be. But we don't like, this is all funds that could be better spent elsewhere. Like this idea that like, it's just infinite money that we can use whenever like, no, that's why inflation's occurring. That's Silly why Taylor, when it's problems. war, there's infinite money. There is infinite money forever. for war. But, inflation's money not occurring. War though. is like calories during UFC fights. It doesn't even count. Well, yeah. inflation's not occurring. <laughs> it occurred, right? Like if, if you look at inflation at this very moment, it's probably as slow as it was when we were children. I mean, that's the <clears throat> this is like a pedantic thing. The aggregate effect over a relatively short period of high levels of inflation is very difficult on the average consumer. Agree. Of course, it is. Like, yeah. There's a new reality. Is is the effect? And people say, "Ah, oh, yes, and terrible. that's a terrible no, new no, no, reality no, 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 no. for normal people." No, because but but describing it as that is is the wrong way because people misunderstand it. Inflation happened to you. It is not happening to you. We need to prevent it from happening again. It is like we're acting like the hurricane is still well, no. going on and the rubble the rubble is on the ground. Get up there, clean it up, and next time build a fucking levy. That's how you deal with inflation. Inflation the, the way that so you. I mean, having bills for hundreds of billions of dollars going overseas, like that, that contributes to inflation. This money, money is, is printing printed. money contributes to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And what and what are we printing money for? We're printing money so we can give it to Israel and Ukraine and not protect our own country. And not provide services for a, ourselves. And continue like, to run. We we need to be very. We should be. The, the U.S. government should exist for fucking Americans. Like that's what it, it does, should be for. And it does in a way. Fucking Americans, fuck Americans. Exactly. But that's what it should be for. Wish. Every priority of the American government, one through a thousand, should be what helps the American people. Not, oh, my uh biggest donors from APAC want me to spend all of my political will getting money for Israel. So that's what I will do because I want to get reelected and APAC is powerful. Oh, uh this Ukrainian fucking warlord has connections to this company and wants me to do this. I'm gonna do that. Like that it's we are such a low priority to our own government that it blows my mind. I don't understand I how this, more people aren't like pissed off like, about this. Can what, I what, in, what individual like what issues do you wish were different? Oh, go ahead. you're uh, like the people need here need help. Which person what, what name? Pick, the, pick one. Healthcare like, like, is a big one. Oh, Manu my God. Bringing back well, manufacturing. Well, well, don't leave health care behind like it's a potato. Like, well, Wait, what do you oh, mean? You, I, I just said healthcare. I know. Well, we can't move on past healthcare. Like healthcare would be like a trillion dollar plan. Though, no, right? it, healthcare no? would be entirely attainable if you deport illegal immigrants, you have a secure border, and you ensure that it's just for actual citizens. What? What? You're right. We had it when Obama deported three million immigrants that year. Oh, you know that's not the figure. Three million immigrants is because they changed the definition of deportation to include Depor people who are turned away at the border. The left called him deporter in chief. And if we're turning the way at the border, that's a good thing. That's at least that's not a deep turning them away and not. Well, again, most deportations, deportations of any president. No, 
Well, then he still has the most. Then he still has the mark yeah. by the measure that we maybe used to Trump did turn it back, and I doubt he did. But he didn't. The, yeah, I the, doubt the, Trump the, changed it to make his numbers yeah, worse. I, I, doubt, <laughs> I agree. I, there's no so way. Again, he did that. So again, the president who deported the most people also tried to put in Obamacare, and it just didn't work. It didn't work because it was like a half measure. It just forced everyone to support these the, giant insurance companies. Like if we had a real universal health care system, mm. then the way that would have to work is the, the same way Bernie Sanders put it in the 80s. He's like, it's entirely possible we have good, robust, universal health care. But that means having a strong border, deporting illegals and making sure that the money put into that system benefits chiefly and solely the American public paying into it. We can do that and blow up Russians. We clearly can't. We can't even it's, do that. We the, can't even do one of those. Your program's a trillion dollars. Mine's a hundred million dollars a year. And of that, I feel like we're getting like four hundred million. I think you're making like numbers. Value. Up. I think you're I, making I, numbers. Up. What? Which number did I make up? The trillion hundred million dollars. What? What's a hundred million dollars? If I didn't say a hundred billion, then I, I, I oh, mean that's the number we've been banding about for aid. Yeah, you yeah. Know, but that's the number I mean. That the re most recent like chunk that they sent. Although mm -hmm. I think there's a new chunk that might be yeah, um, it's way more than 100 million at this point. Well, yeah, it also like, covers Israel now, so I would expect it to be bigger. Yeah, well, that's something we've haven't done for a while. We never give Israel whatever the fuck they want all the time. Now you sound like me. Now I sound like you. See, now I'm just, I just got to make it about Israel, and I get Woody. Our enemies are dying. <laughs> I, I, to me, all I see is our enemies dying by the scores. Our the Russian economy is fine. Our Where, what, how, how are the Russian? I'm bullets? not an economist. The Russians are running out of tanks and bullets, right? Starting two years ago. And now they're not, not a, uh, now they're fine. The it turns Russian out they're economy, robust manufacturing is fine. They're absolutely Taylor, running out of those things. They're using time, North Korean bullets. The North, I have a hard time. See, here's the thing, Taylor. Think about this. Really hey, before we move to Russia's economy. Okay. Here's the thing. If we're going That's to true. what kind of world is it where our ally, Ukraine, it, you probably don't want to see them that way, like can't count on us to give them the artillery shells they need when Russia's ally, North Korea, can't. Like Russia can count on North Korea, but Ukraine can't count us on us to get them the shells they need. I mean, that's just kind of a weird way to they, put it. I well, don't I, care well, about said, Ukraine at all. What I'm telling you is they are running out. They ran out. Like, like I don't. Uh, it, Russia has not run out of ammunition. They were why saying they have in to early get more from other countries. Other countries are sending them ammunition because they are because they're almost out because they're running so low. I mean, that, they're shooting. You North can Korean find shells. sources that say it's not because they have been saying they're running out of ammunition for years. And then you one of the chief like pushbacks against that. If that we're was playing paintball, at the time. we're playing paintball. I'm shooting red. You're shooting blue. You see me start shooting blue. You know I'm running out. Even if I have two pods on my back, I have borrowed from Taylor because I am so low. That is the that's the situation on the ground factually. They're so low on shells. They're importing them from North Korea. They're going to Kim Jong Un. That's got to be a fun meeting to go to for Vladimir Putin to say, "Oh, excuse me, chubby leader, I need some more ammo." Let's say let's say that's all above board. And well, that's all American. true. Those are like facts. Actually, I can, I I mean, can back up, Kyle. They are getting lots of ammo. And by the way, the failure rate on those shells apparently is really high, and it's a problem. Oh, we do the best we can. Probably. We do yeah. the best we can. You <laughs> calm down. Did me you come over to my house. Artillery shells, I but, give yeah. you finest dog meal. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no, they, the, your point about like, oh, Russia is getting it from North Korea, even if so, that's fine. I don't want to supply Ukraine with any more money or munitions because all that does is empty our supply and make more money for military industrial companies at the expense of the American taxpayer. Those are American we companies. We don't need those. Yeah, but that's not the same thing. 
We could have better industry. We, we, it doesn't have to be the only thing we manufacture here is guns and bullets. We could have bigger, more robust industries. Well, that's Russia. Russia's only exports are, are petroleum and guns and bullets. We, we export all sorts of things. I think uh, like as far as point is, if we're going to do government spending to boost the economy, why not put mm. it into roads and fa better bandwidth and, oh. I don't know, parks sure. or yes. something Securing like Securing the border, deporting illegals, healthcare, like all of these things would be way, think, way better. I was looking at the numbers on, um, it's, it's so weird how they define a guy walking across the border illegally, whether it's a migrant encounter or, or whatever, but the numbers were staggering. I think it was 10,000 a day. It was 10,000 a day. Yeah. And I jump in? We're being caught or something. I'm struggling with these numbers. I saw 6,000 a day caught. Apparently, 5,000 a day is like a trigger point. I extrapolated to get to 10. Okay. Um, but sometimes I see you're like, like, this little town with a population of 20,000 is suffering from 6,000 migrants a day. I'm like, well, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> like, how is its population 10 grand if it's increasing by six grand a day? Are we not counting people leaving? Are we counting people passing through? It's well, they're illegal. Well, no, so they're, they're not part of the population. Yeah, they're not part of the census. <laughs> they're, so they're getting wait up, cat the dogs though. eat it. And then big non-government organizations. Counted, yeah, they, but, they they take money from us to rehouse these people and pay for their medical care and pay for their needs. I hate and that. so we we foot the bill of the whole world, and we get fucked. You know what the answer is, Taylor? What? Kings? Going back to kings and queens? Sounds like elected oh, Kyle's the answer. No, much simpler. Much simpler. It, it's just demographics, Taylor. It's demographics. That solves this whole problem now. You're probably aware mm. that uh, folks from our <laughs> that, that democracy is a racial, racial headcount? Leave yeah. all that behind. <laughs> People from our socioeconomic group, we swim in, uh, in great numbers. Isn't that correct? Sure. You swim, right? What are you, I a swim. fucking professional swimmer? I don't drown. You know what I mean? You throw me yeah. in the water, I'll live. All right, oh, I'll swim. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I think I see where Kyle's going. We need a whole now, country of swimmers is what Kyle's saying. <laughs> that's because Global we warming. are white people from the first world. Now, you only have to go to black people in the first world, and that number drops to a staggering like 34% or some shit. When you go to South America, Taylor, are you aware mm. that number drops below 25%? Is your answer going to be rising huh. global waters? 25% of the people who are trying to cross into our border cannot fucking swim. And that's why those buoys that Texas are using are ingenious. Half of, it's very large. There's they're, they're in a chain like like a pearl necklace and they're so close together there's not much, there's no gap. They're touching. And they they go below the water and above the water and they drown people. They find dead Mexicans on them all day long because the Rio Grande is 4 foot 9 inches at its lowest. So pretty yeah. deep for those folks. That's pretty deep for those folks, yeah, especially if you short. can't swim and you they're got a little. gaggle full of litlins coming along with you, you know, you're, that you're kind of trying to coyote. Dude, what, what I want our immigration policy to be is a bunch of bouncers. <laughs> My grandfather's who only, a hunter and immigrant. <laughs> who only let uh, hot chicks into the country. That's it. You're a dude. You don't get in. Though. We're full. We, we only <laughs> let in hot chicks and... I don't think that we would see a faster rising of an all-female SS than if we were only letting in <laughs> hot Polish girls. Like that, it, immediately, the most liberal of liberal women would be like, "What the? We got to we got to shut this down." <laughs> <laughs> what? Feminine women who are not overweight? What? <laughs> this is bad news for us. But yeah, we, I, I just think we're full. I don't think I want anybody else coming in. Let's just have a hiatus on no, it entirely. I, we clearly I do want them coming in. I want lots of people coming in. Um, Why? But what do we get out of it? The vast majority of people who come here take government service in one way or another. 
Is that true? It, it is. I want to. They take it in housing. They take it in food. In well, the just because of the food, initial government they response, it in, they, they it's so difficult to get accurate numbers on a lot of topics. Like, for example, in numbers, the immigration immigrants are creating entrepreneurship, their own businesses. They they create jobs. They hire other people in a much greater percentage than natives do. Then, like, if you're born in America, you're likely to be an employee. If you come to America, you're likely to start a business. That's mm -hmm. the truth. Yeah. Um, so people who are pro-immigrant, like, hammer on that drum all day long. Look at these people. They commit fewer crimes. They start more businesses. They become wealth builders. They hire other people. Aren't they wonderful? And then if you talk to, I'll just say it, the Republican side, they're like, they're MS-13. They're not sending their best. They're rapers, rapists, yeah. murderers, etc. Well, you don't come to And I'm like, where are the, the where's the way? truth? The, the, the truth is that one group in that conversation you're talking about is discussing high caste Indians in the tech space who move here and are millionaires and who had like servants their entire life and then they start a business and then the other side the Republicans or right wingers are pointing out illegal immigrants and saying these people are way more likely to engage in crime they're way more likely like the, the hordes of people showing up at our southern border are not here to make a new Twitter they're here to get free dental care and free housing and take advantage of this wonderful country. We have like, free that's dental? That's what they're doing. Yeah, they do. You, no, you there. don't. Kyle, if you go to the hospital because that tree falls on you, you pay a bill, don't you? But well, if, I, if I, Kyle I, uh, Herrera's goes I, there, if you if you go down to fucking Cancun and then break in and then you go, okay, like, <laughs> and say that, now you, now you might get a, a free cap put on your I tooth. just, uh, look, look I, I think it's common sense. Um, you have to have a secure border for your country yeah. to mean anything to me because it, if we're going to say hey, this is us and that's you then there needs to be a fucking line like at the grocery store unless you're going to pay for somebody else's groceries right you put that little fucking thing mm -hmm. between your your dirty fucking uh potted meat and my pears all right because i don't want to pay for your potted meat and you certainly don't want to pay for my pears yeah that's all i i i loved the idea of the trump wall um they've continued mm -hmm. to build that thing although what they do is they put up connex boxes and they cover them with razor wire uh, over the dry land. Texas I've seen a lot of that. that. Maybe does that sound? Yeah, right? yeah. I and then obviously the ones. and and then those buoys in the water are genuinely effective and stop mm. them. They're they're there. A lot of people drown on them, but I mean, if you're stupid enough to go out there and think you can take on that giant string of buoys, like if you see it, you'd be like, ah, I can't get past that. Unless you can swim, you can swim. You yeah. swim right under. <laughs> you <laughs> just go to just go to the bottom of the the river and swim on under. If you were just a competent swimmer, I mean the. The biggest like pro immigration people out there are big business owners because it drives down their cost of labor. Like that's why Elon Musk wants huge levels of immigrants because he can pay them less to work in his factories than he an American citizen. Yes, he does. He's he's like, we need to greatly increase legal immigration. Why does he? Oh, want I that? think that what I is what is a huge legal immigration? Too. No, that's that's but, retarded. But, what does it do I, when you import a huge class of people, laborers? Who are willing to undercut the cost of labor for the native population? What you get are lowering wages for the native population, and that's a net I, negative for the middle class. So, of course, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos want this. Of course, they well, do, the, and of course, Democrats want it because they basically the border, just right? You've seen him talk about the border and, and go there, right? He has, yeah, and he'll do his little song and dance where he's like, "Oh, we need to uh, get rid of illegal immigrants and maximize legal immigrants by ten. How do you do that, Elon? Oh, well, we drastically reduce the qualifications for it and get you your cheap labor. All right, great, Elon, awesome. 
I haven't heard him say that. I saw him at the border. Well, that's the that's why you play boots. it forward. That's what he wants. Like, what does he have to gain from high levels of immigrants? Oh, cheaper well, labor. I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna believe what he says and not like imagine what I want him. No, that's not imagining. It's just like one step away. I want lots. Removed, I want this, lots this, of labor. I'll give you forecasting. <laughs> if you remove the specifics of I'm Elon's nice. conversation, I felt the way Taylor did when I worked in tech. So in mm -hmm. tech, they bring over people on what's called an H-1B visa. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, I've talked about it before. Like I was on a team of 20 people. There were two Americans or maybe I forget it was two white guys or two Americans. I think it was two Americans. There must have been 16 Indians and then some like Filipino and whatever. Mm -hmm. Vietnamese guy, I remember. In any case, oh my God, like the H-1B visa thing is really real. And all of these guys come over. One, they accept lower rates because they're just mm -hmm. happy to be in America and they're higher than they would have had in India. Two, um, I had another point. They, they accept lower. Oh, they're absolutely captive. If they want to change jobs or, you know, the way that employees fight back is they go to the next place that pays them more. And that's how wages kind of, you know, you get paid what you're worth. Mm -hmm. They can't do that. If they were to change jobs, they get deported. That's boom. That's the end. So they're basically indentured servants who have come over here. And they're forced to keep this job until they get to the end of it or get a green card. That's the goal to get a green yep. card. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm over here trying to make more money. And I got this guy from India that I'm competing with who's more than willing to, they literally don't have beds. I had like half of my coworkers didn't have beds. That was the uh, frugal mm -hmm. lifestyle that they lived. And I'm like, this sucks. I'm over here trying to get beds for kids and they don't even have one for themselves. And it drives my wages down. I felt like mm. it sucked. But if you're running a nation, there's a balance between hooking up Woody with less competition and advancing the state of IT and telecom. Were any of them as good as you? One. Yeah, Patabi was better than me. There, there um, you go. One guy out of that huge group. Like you being given what you needed in that oh, situation. Oh, excuse me, my friend. Is better. There's Your plenty. math does not add up. <laughs> you must ask are there three of them that cost as much as Woody? No. 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 I was musing this while shitting in your nice public street earlier. And actually, I'm going to invite 11 of my cousins, and then we are going to really ruin a neighborhood <laughs> near here. Uh, yeah, oh, that, that shit is dude, fucking the way annoying. They pack, a two bedroom apartment would have like seven people in it. Yeah. And th they were wrecking apartments. Like, I had one guy working for me, he got into art. Right. So he was painting paintings, sculpting clay on like his carpeted floors. <laughs> like, There's no way he didn't fuck that apartment up. Oh, of course he did. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I, I totally empathize with that, Woody. Like that is you're correct. They were stealing money. That company was undercutting you by bringing mm. in less qualified individuals from a foreign yeah. from a foreign land and then paying them wages that you can't possibly compete with because you are raising an entire family there the same way that that translates down to like you're in a high skill thing you go down to, to a lower skill or a lower right. class if I'm wage, a drywall guy the same thing exists just at half except even more intense then because there's less of a threshold of it and so like way more people are qualified to do that and so mm -hmm. you you undercut huge swaths of the population and their ability to build a healthy living and have families because, Oh, I can't compete with this Indian guy 
because he asks for 72 grand yeah. a year and he has to take it because he's effectively an indentured servant. So I agree and with I, that, but that was just the first half of my point. The second half of my point is if you're a leader, you're trying to balance the needs of say Woody or some drywaller and like the nation that benefits from having cheaper labor and more productivity and a growing population. And I don't know what, I don't know where the bullseye should be. I think that I understand what you're saying, but the principal concern of our government in that situation should be providing comfort and a good living to the American people. If like, you take that too far, I do very well in the short term and very poorly in the long term. I think we you do get, fine in the long term. I mean, the most powerful relatively the United States government and nation has ever been in comparison to the rest of the world was in what? Post-World War II, 50s, 60s, the 70s? Day after. The and that day was after. 50s, 60s, and 70s was a time of drastically low immigration. Did we see America fall and become a, a weak little nothing because they couldn't get more people to do drywall and computer programming for cheap? Or did we see a robust period of American dominance? Because we're prioritizing American people. And that's what needs to be done again is American people are getting fucked and they need a helping hand from the government they fund. Let's talk about September 3rd, 1945. Dude, I want to talk about fucking about Total War Warhammer 3. I'm turned over it, Kyle. Well, this is kind of the same thing. September 3rd, 1945, the day after World War II. Yes, I did look it up. <laughs> Why didn't we just keep going? We All right, so hear me out. Japan has surrendered. Now they're an ally. A broken ally, I get that, but they're yeah. certainly not an enemy to a be vassal to be, of sorts to be fussed yeah. with. Okay, it's they're done. Germany's done. Russia's hurting. Mm. We're fine. We're fine. We're if anything, that's our strongest point of the war. Of the war, like they're they're mm -hmm. we've 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 mustered the Rohirrim. We're all fucking here. We had the general that wanted to go to Russia. Patton. Um, it was either Patton or MacArthur. Um, I know McCarthy wanted and they to were both right. <laughs> um, everything was there. And not only that, not only does nobody have a nuclear bomb or an atomic bomb, I should say, they're not even close they're, And if we start a war with them, they'll never get close. You know what I mean? If we, if we make war on China, they're not going to develop a, 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 well, they're not going to steal the nuclear technology from Russia that Russia stole from us. So China should build a bomb and target. Everybody's the target. We take okay. the whole planet. We could take the whole <laughs> planet. And Are you I mean, sure you want to do a, this? With a capital P. Dude, most of the planet P. sucks. We don't want it. We're not going to be responsible You want to rule Africa? It. Do you know how many Is problems it? are there? No, no. We don't rule Africa. Africa is under us. They're a vassal state. They, they're the Puerto Rico. We don't help Africa at all, but mm. it pays the crown or it gets another virus bomb. Yeah, with what, though? What do they pay? Whatever we want. They have the most rare earth elements in the world. They don't know how to get it out of the ground we until do. China or America show our, up. You know those American companies that you despise so much? They're so fucking good at getting rare earth elements out of African soil. It's what they do. So good at it, they send in their own military. We don't have to use ours. That All of those big corporations have their own fucking militaries. You know that? Yeah. They, they, they have or, their or own, they hire out like they their, uh, they I don't know what black Blackwater groups. Now. They'll send black Amazon will have some Blackwater commandos go in somewhere, and I gotta imagine Jeff Bezos Dude, one wearing of, his uh, dark sunglasses at night with his bimbo wife going, "Do it," and they're just storming a compound, killing some fucking uh, environmentalists in South America somewhere. One of my uh, my close it, buddies' dad. His job for like 25 years was he was in Blackwater. 
And so he Ooh. like went around basically as a French foreign legion kind of guy, like just mercenary fighting a mercenary, literally fighting on behalf of like companies effectively. Mm-hmm. And he, he's, I think it took a mental toll because he's got a lot of problems now, mm. like issues with uh, reconciling what he did and why he did it. What did he a turn to the drink. Uh, yes. Yes, he did. He turned heavily to the drink. I don't know the guy, but I've I've heard obviously from from my buddy who's his son mm-hmm. that uh yeah, he did some one of those like gets drunk and will say stuff and be like, "Oh." Oh yeah. And you did that like for Exxon? Like Exxon paid you when you killed the guy? Like that's <laughs> they paid me 1500 barrels of oil. It wasn't even cash, Taylor. They're so It was filthy. a prank. I didn't know how to move it. It's <laughs> too much oil. They didn't give me the trucks. They charged me to ship it home. Now I've just got it in the garage. It's crude oil, Taylor. I can't refine that shit. <laughs> what do you know? I'm over my head on a refinery. <laughs> Try to do it myself. Really burnt my, burnt my skis. These these fuel guys really know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Um, yeah, the world's an evil place. But it is lots of evil out there. But there's lots the of shining. Really good, lots of good stuff in the world. Here's what I can promise you, Taylor. New weapons all the time. New new jets, new Have boats. Have you seen the drones cool that Ukraine came up with just recently? They look no. like uh, a cross between a quad and a golf cart. It, it has like the off-road capability of a quad, yet it's about the size of a golf cart. And on it is mounted, I don't know my guns very well, but I'll tell you it looked like a saw to me. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And, like a belt-fed uh, machine gun. A belt-fed machine gun, thank you. And uh, um, yeah, so anyway, they've got these zippy little four-wheel drive golf carts with belt-fed machine guns that apparently they're strong enough that anti-personnel mines don't break them, but they're light enough that anti-tank mines don't get activated. So they zip over to the Russians, get a couple kills, hopefully, and then probably... Oh, I love this. I searched Ukrainian quad drone machine gun and got my own video. Fuck! <laughs> that was not I easy mine's to be in than, Russia. I bet mine's real than theirs. Oh man, to have been doing that during these times would have been such gold. I could have taken advantage mm-hmm. of so many, so much SEO. Oh. I could have, I could have latched onto so many news stories. Just, it just, oh, it would have been, it would have been wonderful. It would have been gangbusters. Yeah, like, that would have been crazy. And and you know, I, I guess I'd have to play the heel. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to be that guy. Be like, the Republicans, you are our allies. We love you. <laughs> I'd, I'd fund this war. Why mean, you do this to Russia? Russia love you. Can you show this picture, Zach? Russia is your is friend. Russia always U.S. best friend. Yes, we fight, but we love after. <laughs> How about we have post Cold War makeup sex? I, I'm 90% sure this was made by John Deere. Like, look, look, ima- all right. Imagine this as a farm attractor and it just melts into one in your mind, right? Like, it's, it looks dude, like, that's a, like a display piece outside of that Memphis Bass Pro. Like, dude, this thing is so fucking cool. How many seats is it? Oh, look at how zero. Wait, is that a, so, it's a drone, Taylor. Oh, it, this is, this is I, the drone I, have, I was talking about that I described yeah, as a cross no. between a quad and a golf cart. For some reason in my head, I'm like, man, it can drive and it can fly. I guess so Woody, that is not a belt fed machine gun. Um, uh, I saw a different picture of it. Um, I think so, it's strap anything up there, right? 
Well, not anything, you know. Well, no, that, that looks like a yeah. one of those Bushmaster cannons off a of fucking like one of those twenty miller. That, I don't know what that is. I, I can't tell. Um, maybe the one I saw. I'd, I'm hundred percent sure it was a belt-fed machine gun, and I have it on my screen again. Except I'm inundated with pop-ups and shit. And I can't show it to you. <laughs> maybe a fifty cal. Um, I used a remote control like apparatus to to um, you know power a gun like that before, and you've got your own little view screen offsite. But that is fucking cool. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah, that one has a belt-fed machine gun. Yeah. Are they German? Or you you said Ukrainian. It says Polish defense in the background. I wonder if it's a, like the Polish defense yeah. seminar. or, or um, It's got um, those Eastern European... It's got the Cyrillic letters on it. So. Can you show this one? Uh, these this are one fucking... has two drones in it, and... Uh, one of them is a belt-fed machine gun. The other one, I, I don't know. I guess I need help. I've wondered why didn't we see why we didn't see stuff like this. They, Woody in the background with that like a bear logo from Tarkov. Oh, I didn't catch it. You see <laughs> I, this I'm one 90%. in the foreground? I see a belt-fed machine gun, and oh, I like this one. Desert camo, kind of cool. Probably just says gear. Yeah, desert camo almost implies it was for a different battle. Yeah, Syria. Hmm. So this one is supposed to be Ukraine drones. Those are straight-up near- tractor tires. They are. They're ag tires. I don't know if military does military have like a tire. I bet they do, right? Mm. Yeah, they uh, they have those that like are pop resistant, puncture resistant. I guess you'd say. But in any case, now they have ground based drones they use in for fighting. I, I want to see some of that. I, you know what I really want, man? Put a GoPro. On one it. of those to control one of those would be the most fun game ever. Like. <laughs> It genuinely would be. Where's uh, t- Taylor? You're talking about Total Warhammer Three, Total War Ukraine. Get get behind. Just imagine sitting at your um, desk. Imagine you I, sit at I, the I desk, need... sitting right there. You got your Dr Pepper Zero. All right, let's see how many Russians are trying to cross the old field today. You log in, start going to fucking work. Come on, that would be the. They wouldn't like. I mean, they. I would need to practice my total war before they gave the controls over because I don't think I would get great, great value, necessarily, dude. I've. There has never been. I had so much fun playing Total War Warhammer Three with you and the gang of like guys that we were playing with at the time. It is. I've. There's never been such a conflux in my mind in gaming. Between wanting to design, like wanting to love a game, I want to love Total War Warhammer 3 because it's aesthetically the coolest game I've ever seen. There's not a close second, third, or fourth. The battles are awesome. They're epic. The graphics, the 4090 tunes that game up to the nth degree. It looks incredible. And how terrible of an online experience this game is. If you challenged me and said, if Elon Musk came to me and said, Taylor, I'm going to give you $2 billion to come up with the worst online gamer experience imaginable. <laughs> really? I would go to Creative Assembly and I'd say, link me up with your team. Link me up with your team, guys. I'm hiring every one of you because somehow you've taken this glorious masterpiece of, of a combat game and you've made it totally unplay like there's no can way to get you? better at this can game I, can I, yes can i help you like like my goodness i feel Dude, like one v one match i feel like you're drowning in a puddle and you just need to be stood up and pointing in the right direction right now i go to Torin's discord 
And every and, and there are like leagues for this shit where everybody gets in fun games together and communicates at different skill levels and brackets. They have they have fun little like learning sessions where you find people of your own skill level. I get it, and but then, I don't want to join a community for this. I would like to be able to just like mm -hmm. do what I do for you might not know this. Age of Empires 2 online player base is probably 150 times bigger than the total war Warhammer 3 online player base. Like I if you try to play here's my my umbrage with it is there is no way to effectively practice quickly and get better in Total War Warhammer 3 because if you go on the ranked matchmaking ladder there's nobody online and you may think I'm being hyperbolic. Oh, Taylor's saying there's nobody online, but you start a game and then you get assigned to a guy and then the next game you get assigned to a different guy. No you don't. You might play the same dude four <laughs> games in a row. And then you could say, oh, well, that's because they try and do like a ranked, like a, a skill-based matchmaking, which is really important in RTS games. And so that's why you're getting these people, because you're just the only person low enough to be matched in. 15 minutes before we started PKN, I got matched up against Catholic Alcoholic, who's one of the best players in the world. And yeah. he beat my ass. He beat he, you. He beat me. Actually, I kept it real for a bit. I was playing ogres. He was playing high elves, which is a terrible matchup for me. And it was twelve hundred to fifteen hundred. He, he won. Do you have chariots? Chariots shooting at you? No. He went. He brought whatever the max number of halberdiers and spearmen is, and the max number of archers. Oh, okay. And well, that's just cheese. Yeah, that he was he was cheesing me, and that was frustrating. But the problem with it is that it's not really cheese. You're cheesing. You brought ogres. Well, the ogres are like the lowest ranked faction. Like, I mean, go on Turin's little rankings. They're the lowest ranked faction. They're garbage. I just yeah. like, they're fun. They have a cool flavor and I like that. But no. I mean, I like the Demons of Chaos more, but it turns out you can't play them online for some reason, even though cool. they're very lowly rated. But if you try to play online in the ranked matchmaking system, which is how you would get better in Age of Empires 2 or any other RTS, StarCraft, you can't do it because I've played... 10 games or whatever, 20 games of online 1v1 matchmaking in Total War Warhammer 3. I've been matched up against Catholic Alcoholic. I've been matched up against Menacing Platypus. I've been oh, matched yeah. up against uh, Pwn, T -pwn uh, Ponage or whatever that guy's name is. Um, like a, a full yeah. 30 to 40% of my online games have been against people where these I'm content like, hey, creators, I just, by I just watched this a like yeah, these are content like creators. <laughs> these are people who play this game and make videos or compete in tournaments. living. Not yeah. Not 1% of my games, like 30 to 40% of my games, I'm getting matched up with people whose name I recognize. And then if I back, like I got shit rocked by some dude whose name I thought I recognized earlier today, and I left, the, I got beat, I resigned, go back into another game. That guy again. I leave the lobby because I'm like, there's no point in playing this guy. He's going to molest me again. He's way better. Leave the lobby. Try and get into another one. That guy again. Leave the lobby. Try and get another one. That guy again. Play him again. He You've got to join me. a community. Back out. Jump back. In. No, but see, this is only something that needs to be done if the community and the actual structure of the multiplayer is so woefully bad that it needs yeah. this. It's in Age of Empires it a two player game. If in AOE Taylor, two, you, you describe a never... game that needs a bigger player base, not a bad game. Well, but none of this is. You also may not be aware, it, Taylor. It's they also just had a huge real falling real out with the fan base. Who did? Creative Assembly had a huge falling out with their fan base last year over that Pharaoh game and some other things, so much that they had to give refunds and apologize. Like, okay, like well, they, I don't know what that is, but like, as far as most Total of their War, players quit is what it is. Okay, well, I believe that, and so the player base went from six hundred to four hundred or whatever, <laughs> and 
the the problem with it as well is that There's if you rules. if you're playing uh if you're playing RTS games, it's incredibly important to have a robust AI system in the game so that you can quickly run back and do builds, do something effective. And that's what you get in Age of Empires too. If I told Kyle, hop on AOE two and beat yes. an extreme level AI one week from today. Unless Kyle devoted every waking second to it, he's not beating that AI. Yeah, but that's a different kind of game. Let me ask you this. Does StarCraft have AI? I don't know. I may be yes. Like, yes, they checkmating do. myself. Does it work that way? Because I don't know how elite the StarCraft AI is. StarCraft, are. it's not comparable. I, I should find something. Total War is its own kind of game is what I'm getting at. Where they're, yeah. They, there's so much. Um, the, the, the online's poorly so done. Important. I love the game. I can't I imagine an AI it. playing it well. Well, look, uh, well, well, see, like that's what, the thing. I can, I can't imagine. I never had I these. I can't issues. imagine an AI not playing it well. A, like AOE is ten times as complicated as Total War because there's an economy a portion of it. And I'm not saying Total War is not a difficult game. It's really difficult. There's a lot to know. It's just the nature of a game like StarCraft or AOE is it is more complicated. And the Age of Empires AI. I think it's easier for AI though. Dream level AI can do things that humans can do. Not as well, but they can quick wall. They can do strats that humans do. They go in and they go, hey, Hera has been running this Dark Age rush. We're going to try and add that in in a manipulated way because it can't possibly do it as well as Hera, but we're going to do this. And so the AI will come out with new strategies. You can become a competent player on Age of Empires just practicing against the extreme level AI over and over. Unfortunately, in... Total War, the AI is brain dead. I hadn't played in a year and a half, and I just jumped into a war uh, land battle, and I couldn't even construct an army that could give me a challenge on the hardest yeah, it's level. Not a, it's not meant to be AI. It's more like tar- practice dummies. But there's not enough people. There's not enough people for them to not have a robust AI system if they're well, trying to are. facilitate the growth they're of They're not trying to facilitate the growth of multiplayer. It's a single-player game. Well, I guess and again, I there was a huge revolt recently where a great number of their player base quit so if Over you want to play Pharaoh? that game, Pharaoh and some other things. I think Pharaoh was like half a game that they were charging more for, like based on how many. Oh. Like, um, fact, there there was a whole a like money um, gouge thing. There was a yeah. there was a money issue. I don't remember the the ins and outs, but I remember it was a big deal. I just watched a video about it last week about Creative Assembly, how to kill your kill your brand or some shit. But if you want to play with people, you have to join a community. You have to get on Turin's um, Discord. And just join in there. And there's like fucking people playing it all the time. Or platypus. Platypus has one too. <laughs> I'm just going to get wrecked by Catholic alcoholic and platypus. No, 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 no. You don't understand. There's, It's a fan discord full of people like you who are in there to learn the game with each other. Okay. Well, then maybe I need to join that because I've been it's getting... It's not platypus in there beating up his fans. Oh, it's, I know. It's... Well, he's beaten my ass a couple times already. And well, he's I'm making videos really... on the ladder. <laughs> like... He he clearly yeah he got a good video out of me watch me molest this retard yeah dominate him. no I yeah I, agree I, I I'm I'm pissed it's a very expensive game to to not have a multiplayer that that works to, very well to not have a robust AI system in a game as simple as Total War which is effectively moving units towards their counter and reinforcing with whatever you identify if I'm if you're playing against the extreme AI in Age of Empires 2, which it's almost unfair to use AoE 2 because it is the RTS gold standard of AIs. If you were playing, Kyle, and you're like, I'm going to build a, I'm in Feudal Age, I'm going to build an archery range. And you see the extreme AI scout and he comes by and he sees your archery range. 
he's going, now they're building counters to your unit. Mm -hmm. When he notices you're stable, he's going to build counters to your cavalry. If he sees you come forward with something, he builds counters to that. Whereas all it would take in in uh, Total War is like, oh, they're running fucking high elves with tons of archers. Run a counter to that. Run some flying stuff to bog them down. Run some quick uh, flesh hounds or whatever the hell to loop around there and, and bog them. Like, that's all that it would take. And so it's just an exercise in frustration to be like, this game has so much potential to be incredible. And as much as you can say, join a community, that's not how you organically grow something. You, If you want people to get into it enough in order for them to make that next step and join a community, you have to make a robust AI system that they can practice against, get their feet under them, and then go, okay, now I feel comfortable playing. Because like any RTS, it is not fun playing against people significantly better than you. There's yeah. no way I, to learn. Like if I played all out against you at AOE2, and I suck, by the way, you would never learn a thing. Because no, I would just harass you off of your wood line. I'd, I'd keep yeah. you off of gold. And I'd be like, aren't you having fun, Kyle? And you'd be like, no, I haven't made a unit yet because you harassed me off of gold yet. early game. You're, well, you're, you're going to get better all over my, time. You mined all my gold and then left me here. <laughs> That's what I would like. It would be like me playing against Hera. I'd be like, oh, I didn't notice. And Hera put palisade walls around my gold. <laughs> like he's toying with me. He's walling me in. He's he's building towers use, that are ineffectual just to tease. noob an appropriate response? Like, I always use the AI. In, in, as... uh, in RTS, it's different because it's much harder to get competent at it. Like you, okay. it takes, if Kyle really, which I still want you to, you'd have so much fun with us, like got played AOE with us, I would only, the way Kyle and I learned Total War Warhammer 3 was we 1v1, just played over and over mm -hmm. and did stuff like that. That would be a terrible way to teach Kyle AOE unless I intentionally was like, all right, keep building. Oh, that's great. I'm not going to attack you. We'd have to play he and I versus two AIs. And believe it or not, we, there's five fucking difficulty, six difficulty levels that I could pick specifically for him. Oh, mm -hmm. you know what? Kyle wouldn't do well getting rushed right now, so I'm not going to set it above moderate. Oh, you know, Kyle and I have been playing for two weeks, and he's really competent. I'm going to set it to extreme, okay. and they're going to rush him at like two minutes. Let's see how he handles a dark age rush. So I know you're 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 in, into those weeds right now, and yeah. total war playing against AI and be mad at yourself. Um, <laughs> or, or no, I mean creative assembly um, weeds. But there's a game called Hell Divers Two. And at first I thought it was based on the book series that I enjoy so much. But if you watch the trailer for it, um, it looks like they're fighting Terminators or some shit. Now, again, I know you don't know what those look like. I've got a little video. here. Here's like a, a Twitter trailer clip. Um, can we show this here? Sure. Yeah, it's yeah, PKN. We can show it. There it is. The, the, the Twitter thingy. Oh, right. I should let Zach open it. What, what am I doing? Yeah. Play, play it with audio. I, I think this is just like a game clip. Um, I know Fish is playing this. Uh, mm. I think it's co-op that, you know, you're fighting AI. Mm. Um. How'd you like to taste of freedom? Look, uh, looks, looks pretty cool. Third person shooter, I guess. Mm -hmm. I forgot how aim worked in a third person. Usually there's a crosshair. It switches to first person when he aims. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know about that. Actually, it seems like it makes it way easier. Yeah. I don't know so it's like happening. Nazi zombies, but with robots. It seems I have like. no idea. I think that you can fight uh, Terminators, and I think there's something else. There was some other funny. What was the other enemy? Bugs. I don't know what hmm. the bugs look like. 
Um, everybody's playing that. That's very popular. I'll right play now. that and Rust with you if you hop on AOE two. <laughs> I literally I oh. bought it for you. You and gifted, gifted it to me. I gifted I, it to you. I, I, I logged in. It's like you, you have a Steam gift from Taylor Burkhart. Oh, great. I really wanted to play. <laughs> oh, you want to play though because we're buddies and we'll have fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna do a you're gonna do a hardcore wife of Tarkov with me right after, right? Sure. You okay. play this game with me. I'll 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 try Tarkov. I'm gonna. I, I'm trying five hours trying a week to from get you. Our 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 <laughs> gaming going again, and these are this uh, Total War Warhammer three or AOE two are the two I would be I totally down the branch. I like it. Yeah, I'm trying. See, that, thank no, you. I I feel you. I feel you. I I. And you would be good. What pisses me off is it would take you no time at all to get competent. I don't at like AOE. how much of it my, my life take it takes up. I don't want to have to learn. Taylor is a straight up drug dealer in this transaction, right? He literally gave you your first hit for free, and Kyle's like, "I'm fighting my addiction demons," and Taylor's <laughs> like, "Man, you'd really like this. <laughs> I don't want to have He'd be to good learn. At it. He'd immediately because pick it up, dude. It would take. You're a good gamer. It would take would, you fucking two days to, to become competent with build. Taylor's telling you is you're a known addict, and you would dive head first into this game and I when just, i'm like when i'm eating lunch i'm watching a video of pastilli i'm like oh i didn't know that spawn there okay no no <laughs> i'll never forget that pest you're the man dude i'm still i know we're over time i'm sure y'all want to eat but mm. again pastilli's hardcore series when he loses i feel so goddamn bad for that man and i know it's just a video game where but he's doing it, it on his youtube channel so okay. so he makes he uploads the, the full vod you know you just fast forward through the stash and you get raid 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 mm -hmm. and oh my god it's so sad sometimes but like like he'll have he'll have way too much loot and i'm like leave just leave you have your propane <sighs> tank you have that little grip you needed you've been looking for that little grip for weeks mm -hmm. leave and he's like all right and he's getting a little more loot here let's go in here and like, oh god no and they've <laughs> killed him and he's just like why why god why dude good tarkov <laughs> players are so greedy and i i'm like you i'm always like bro you walked in here with a hundred thousand rubles you've got six hundred thousand rubles on your back right now get out get out you you sectupled maybe your your net worth leave yeah and uh, they don't. They're just like, I think I can do better. I think I can get more. They never people, just w walk out while they're ahead. I've got three thousand five hundred hours on my t on my ticker timer. However much of that's in game, who knows? But tell people you take bites. You don't eat whole meals. You get your bite. Mm. Oh, this is a good bite. Let me take it back home and store it. Away. You can come right back. There's endless mm -hmm. raids. But mm -hmm. if you if like I Taylor, by the way, if you die, even with those items in your gamma container your butthole which lets you keep them anyway they're not found in raid anymore mm -hmm. so you can't sell them on the flea market for the greatly inflated value so it, it's it's so upsetting when you die and you've got like a a ledx or a, or a gpu or something that you wanted to sell um it's it's just so upsetting but yeah watching pest i i sometimes i, I i'm like come on still just Go play on your other account for a while. <laughs> He's got, he has six uh, Tarkov accounts, he said. He could probably have as many as he wants. I, I believe I it's possible he bought six, but I he has he freaking Nikita on speed dial. Yeah, I don't I don't know how 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 helpful that is when on something like that, but um because you know the hackers all the time and, and they don't seem to care. Like some now that you can view people's accounts, you can see their their stats. I got killed by a level 57 last night with like a 45 KD. 
Uh, like being level 57 alone is like absurd. I don't think any of the streamers are 57. I don't think Landmark's 57. I think he's probably low 50s. Um, anyway, we're over time. I'm going to go. Yeah, I know you want to yes. eat. I'm going to go see if this dinner. tree situation has worked out. All right. PKN 